Welcome to the only daily podcast focusing on compliance news of the day. Each morning, start your day with a cup of coffee and Tom Fox, the voice of compliance, to hear about four of the top compliance, corruption, or leadership stories you will need to start your day. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. July 7, 2020, the All Good Things edition. First up... Uh, from the Washington Post, in a huge win for Washington and in a blow to China, Prime Minister Boris Johnson on Monday signaled that his government may be shifting its stance on Huawei and moving to further limit the Chinese telecom's giant role in building Britain's fifth-generation mobile phone network. He wants uh, the U.K. uh, not to be vulnerable to a high-risk state vendor uh, such as Huawei. When you couple uh, this uh, action with the U.S. boycott, you can certainly see that it's not only going to add another piece of friction between the U.S., the U.K., and Huawei, but with uh, the clash over uh, Beijing's uh, crackdown on uh, taking over Hong Kong, uh, things could go south very fast, very quickly. From the New York Times, in a ruling for Native American and environmentalist groups, uh, a federal judge has shut down the Dakota Access Pipeline pending further review. The decision, of course, subject to appeal, um, has been sought for many years, and the pipeline uh, has uh, been stopped. It's the latest twist on a long-running legal battle. It essentially vacates an illegal federal permit that allowed the pipeline to operate while uh, the Army Uh, Corps of Engineers conducted an extensive environmental impact review. Uh, Typically, you have to complete that before you get the pipeline, but that doesn't seem to want uh, the Trump administration didn't want to uh, follow the rules. So uh, the judge said, no, no, you have to play by the rules. Once again, antithetical to the Trump administration. So I have to see what uh, Republican judges do with it on appeal. Next up, in the ongoing fight against anti-money or money laundering, financial corruption, uh, the government is looking to try to have private sector institutions slow down the flow of money uh, as they are best placed to protect, rather to detect when the system is being abused. Of course, the sheer volume of data banks collect make it screening for financial crime difficult, yet Law law enforcement officials must find ways to share information with banks in order to get the best information in return. This uh, comes to us courtesy, of course, from the Wall Street Journal, Risk and Compliance Journal by our good friend Dylan Tokar. And it's a great uh, piece about how uh, federal government and other sectors are turning to the private sector as they have in the fight against anti-corruption compliance with the FCPA. And finally, from the always great on management column by Andrew Hill every Monday in the Financial Times, uh, he says that COVID-19 marks the end of the road for long-term business lines. Uh, This is particularly striking now that Segway has announced it is uh, moving out of the two-wheel personal transporter, uh, which came out about uh, 20 years ago in 2001. And what COVID-19 has done is to accelerate trends that were ongoing. Segway was looking to phase out its two-wheel transportation unit, uh, and COVID-19 has really given it that uh, final push. So uh, systemic abandonment is the topic he writes about, 
and it's considered to be a prerequisite for future growth because you have to get rid of resources, business lines, business units, and uh, other appendages that are draining cash so that you can move forward. Of course, for the people working in those business lines and other appendages, it doesn't quite seem that way, but that's what COVID-19 hath wrought. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Daily Compliance News, which is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network and a proud member of C-Suite Radio. This month on the Compliance Live, I feature Scott Sullivan. Check it out.